Yeah. When they tryna hold me, I go zoom, zoom, zoom Don't like your vibe and I go zoom, zoom, zoom Blowing up the roof and it go boom, boom, boom Don't you ever treat me like I be moon, moon Bad energy, I zoom, zoom, zoom I be on my way like I be coming soon Got a chopper on that nigga Alright, welcome to the Uncut 90 I'm your host, Abdullah, with a few special guests and analysts um, Wass is here Wes is in the building. Rookie is here. Good evening. And for the first time ever, we have Maga. Maga in the house. Let's get it. <laughs> Wait, Falafel, can you clarify? This is not yeah. Make America Great Again. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Before we recording, we have to clarify. He's not, this is not Make America Great Again. He, uh, he's been before that. Yeah, def- definitely not a Trump supporter. Definitely not. Yeah, yeah, no, we have to clarify. Rookie's gonna be angry if you're a Trump supporter. Oh no, no. Let's let's get that out the way. No (laughs) manga. No Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, so we're gonna just real quick talk about a couple games that happened this past weekend and then we're gonna preview the upcoming games next weekend. Um we don't care about the midweek games, we're gonna skip those. Um but I don't know if you guys got to see I mean, you guys are all United fans, so I guess we might as well start with the United game. As much as I don't want to talk about United, um, but I'm sure you guys saw United. Maga, I'll start with you. You know, let you open the floor. Um, right. How do you feel about that game against Leeds? Shit, you know, you wait, you wait, you know the thing, right? I don't want to like gas United up. You know. Oh, please gas. Yeah, <laughs> because if I start doing that and we start like losing, it's just gonna be another whole, like a whole another story. Mm-hmm. But I mean, our performance against Leeds was like top class. I'll tell you that, top class. Uh, we started off like, you know, how we wanted to, especially in a dark, uh, derby like that. Oh my god, it's like the best start we've had like in in a while, I'll say. Like, because games games like uh, we've played this whole season, it's like we we always need a goal. Uh, we we always get like scored on, and then after that, it's like yo, we, we have to like turn up. So I just feel. That performance, like we made a statement saying, "Yo, we're not about to be that sloppy team anymore." Mm-hmm. You know. So. Yeah. yeah. Who, whose performance caught your eyes? Like out of all the players, <laughs> <laughs> crazy enough, uh, Tomney. Like out of nowhere, because right before the game, I saw the lineup. I mean, I you know you're in the chat too. I was like, why didn't they like start Pogba or something? You know. Yeah. I, so I was like, I was furious. I was like, you know what? If we lose this game, yo, I mean, I'm not Ole out, but shit, I was going to be like Ole out, you feel me? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, he turned up first, like, three minutes, you know, and I'm here like, wow. And then, um, obviously, we had uh, uh, Fred, he, he, I mean, he's doing Fred things, like, this whole season, you know? So What does Fred mean? Is that what? What what do you mean by Fred things? Oh, like, closing down, like. Starting like, hustle. um, yeah, hustle. You know, starting like attacks. You know, uh, I think Ole's trying to get this uh, this thing going where we we lose the ball. I mean, or we get the ball and then we turn it into attack within seven seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's he's like he's been the pinnacle of that. You know, uh, this whole or this like this start of the season. Mm-hmm. So he's he he caught my eye to that game. Uh, who else? Um, I mean, you know, Bruno doing Bruno things, 
I mean, he was slow in the beginning, but he turned up later on in the game. Like, you know, uh, that's that's pretty much that's okay. those three right there. Okay, yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, Ruki, I know last episode we we talked about this game, we predicted this game. I want to say everyone pretty much was going with the Leeds victory because we were so scared that United wouldn't be able to handle the intensity. Actually, I have it here. Only Emeka actually called for United win. Everyone wow. else had either a draw or Leeds winning. Um, and I know we also talked about Pogba and his um, necessary exclusion from the starting lineup, just that this wasn't a game for him because he would get overrun. But all, all things considered, do you think Ole picked the perfect lineup, called the perfect game, and do you think it's time we start giving him credit? Because United is looking like title contenders in the last couple of weeks. So um, I, I will say this. Let's not get carried away because we've been in this position before. Um, so I'm not about to say that, you know, we're title contenders or anything like that. Was I impressed by the performance against Leeds? Absolutely. Um, you know, I've been, um, I'd say a fair critic of Ole. Um, and I did say in the chat that if he won this game against Leeds, I wouldn't say anything negative about him till next year. So um, he gets some reprieve. Um he did get this one right. And I know Winfred said that the key to winning this game would be to drop Pogba, which he did. Um, I do think us not going down in the beginning of the game is the reason we won. I do think it would have been harder to come back had we gone down either 1-0, 2-0. And the funny thing is, even at 4-0, I was still like, no, but like these guys are going to come back and score five because that's right. the team that Leeds is. Um, at no point during that game did I feel comfortable. We scored the fifth, I think. Yeah, we scored the fifth. And right. we scored the sixth. And it was like, all right, well, time's not really on their side now. But they're such a pressing team that you just know if you let your guard down, if you let your defense down, like that's it. And our defense has been pretty leaky this season. Um, but they did well. They did well. McTominay, I don't know. What what he drank before that game? <laughs> Who, which God he was praying to? But he needs to keep doing that because <laughs> he just the spirit of whoever just let it continue for the rest of the season. Then we can talk about title contenders. It, it, um, funny enough, you know, it was his birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah, like that week was his birthday. So exactly, he needed to be. Birthday every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, again, like, I know you want me to give Ole his flowers, but he hasn't earned them yet. He hasn't. He has not earned them yet. What and does he have to do to earn them? What does he have to do to earn them? I need, I need a trophy this season and top four. And the thing is, like, the way we crashed out of the Champions League is why I cannot give him his flowers yet. I can't. I can't. He's just... Certain matches, he's just a little too naive. So, yes, he got this one correct. And you can argue, you know, City drew to Leeds. Uh, Leeds almost beat Liverpool in the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. And look at what Ole has done. But, again, 
it's just one match. And yeah, we're third with a game in hand, but again, it's still very early in the season. And I just need to see more consistency from the team before I can get off of the Ole out bandwagon. Okay. Yeah, I need more consistency. Wes, I want to ask you, because Rookie brought up the the term naive or the word naive. Do you think that, one, I want to ask you, are you back on the Ole bandwagon? Like, because Rookie's saying she's still Ole out. Are you still on there as well? And then I want to ask you if Bielsa is being naive to not change the system, to never consider the other team and just always say, guys, go out there and run no matter who they're playing. Like, do you think that there's a little bit of naivety there with him? So with Bielsa, I think he's playing like the long game <clears throat> with, mm-hmm. with with the season. Like I feel like in some of these games, if he feels like he's going to lose, he's like, you know what? What's the point of me changing my system? I, I want my players to be in this mentality all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'll go out and attack. If it works, it works. You know, if it doesn't, then you know, on to the next game. So if he maintains that strategy the whole season, they are going to pick up points. They'll pick up points enough enough points to not get relegated or like be in like a relegation battle because there are some teams that they will score first and be able to control the game. You know, so I feel like not naive, it is intentional. I feel like that's exactly what he wants. And sometimes unfortunately <clears throat> you you get a United team that, that that style played directly into United's hands. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can't even give Ole too much credit because <laughs> it, it, it's so funny how I went from supporting him to just being like annoyed every time something good happens because it's not necessarily because he's that good tactically it's the other team just played directly. The only strength that United has is when a team plays like this. You know, if you if you want to play this fast-paced game and you push up a lot, yo, one pass, couple of runs can you can we can just fly by you. McTominay is running everywhere. Fred is running everywhere. Rashford is running. Everybody's just running. Exactly. So, we beat Leipzig 5-0, you know. I'm still crashed out of the Champions League. So I'm not impressed by beating Leeds 6-2. So, okay. yeah. I'm impressed and that's it. Mark, I want to ask you, are you part of the Ole Elts bandwagon? No, I've, I've never been. I've always, like, every manager. Like, I even wanted Van Gaal to stay. You know, I was never, like, any manager out. You know, you got to give managers, like, time to to settle in, you know? I mean, yeah, it's been, like, two years, but... He he's done. He's actually done something, you know. He's um, he's done something this past uh, year that he's been um in charge. You know, last year we were what what ninth or eighth going into the corona corona break, and all of a sudden we were ninth, right? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden we we got third. Nobody gave him credit for that, you know, because there's you know because it's always like oh United were supposed to be there and all that, but you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta give credit to where credit is due. Like he he took us. From being, um, even though not in the Champions League, uh, even not even in the Europa League, to being in the Champions League, and we still went above Spurs and Chelsea. 
So yeah. I mean, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I not, so I'm not. I'm not. Well, like when when the team was four zero up, for me, you've done well. You scored four goals. Snuff the game out. Control the game. Like we couldn't even take charge of the game. We kept giving the ball back to Leeds. That's how they scored their goals. When you go four goals up, you can't do that with Leeds. Yeah, you, he's like, you, like there's no snuffing the game out with Leeds. So I, that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put that blame on Ole because there's no snuffing. Even at six one, these guys were still running, 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 trying to score. Exactly. Right? You know, they're not going to stop for you. They, they right. know, even though they know the game is over, they're still not going to stop. They're going to keep on running. Right. There's no snuffing the game out. There's no snuffing. They, they're going to keep on running. So you have to you have to match that intensity if you want to see out the game. Right. You know? All you like, have to do is just score more goals than they can Exactly. That's the only way to beat them. Yeah, and we know we're bad defensively. So it's like, like check like Sheffield United. If we didn't get that third goal, we would have been like, like out of it, right? You know, so it's like that. That that third goal is like really that. Just we just need more goals, pretty much. You know, we, we just, just need, need more, more goals. goals. And I also oh. want to know if they're practicing set pieces in training because this has been an issue since last season. Exactly. And it's rolled over into this. See, every time there's a corner, I'm like, oh my god, we're about to concede. That shouldn't yeah. be the case. We gotta get back. Credit, where credit, you know, uh, the fridge. Yeah, he, yeah, he, played, he played well this uh this last game and like a last yeah. game. The fridge, uh, Maguire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I think the game probably worked out to a lot of people's surprise that United won um that easily. I do okay. think Ruki's right. Like the start was everything because the way the game started, I mean, it was over in the blink of an eye. Like you guys were up. Yeah. Like, Three in thirteen minutes or something ridiculous like that. No, right, right. We were, yeah, we were, we were. Yeah. So, do you, do you think? Moving on from this game, but I asked this last question, rookie. Do you think this is a, a performance, a run of performances that the team can build on? I think it's a great performance. Um, the real test will be against Leicester. Um, yeah, exactly. If okay. they can, if they can play just as well, or even on a you know slightly. Lower level, but still high intensity, keeping the ball. If they can do that versus Leicester, then sure, I'll say they can go on a run. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make that kind of prediction, you know, after a game against Leeds. No disrespect to Leeds at all, um, mm-hmm. because we've seen what other top teams have done against them this season. But let's see how these guys play against Leicester. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, and Leicester too. Say that again? I said inform Leicester too. Yeah, right. yeah, so that's exactly what I want to talk about. Um, Leicester's probably not the exact opposite, but they're very different from Leeds. They're a lot more pragmatic. They're not going to come and let you just be running up and down the field and scoring six goals. Um, exactly. As we saw, they just played Tottenham Hotspur, and they beat them two goals to nothing. Wes, I don't know if you got a chance to see that game, but what's your reaction off of that game? I got all the chances to say it again. <laughs> Whenever Mourinho loses, you know I'm 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 always there. Um, I think it was from Leeds. Uh, see me saying Leeds from Leicester's perspective. It was it was a great game because Tottenham came with the same mindset. Yo, 
we're going to give these guys the ball. I mean, they had more of the ball in this game because I feel like Leicester kind of wants to play like that sometimes. You know, they're like, yeah, we'll keep the ball if the other team gives us, but we don't really want to, like, dominate possession all the time. They also like scoring counter-attacking goals. So when a mistake like what... um, (laughs) <laughs> like what Serge Aurier did, <laughs> like that just makes me happy because I feel like it's the it's the mentality that Mourinho puts in these guys. Like you feel like you always have to be so aggressive when you're defending that you can lose your mind. Somebody like or who is prone to making mistakes, you know, he's doing his gra gra. Gra 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 man. Ever since PSG though. Yeah. So um. I really like that Mourinho lost. Even in the 80th minute, from between the 80th minute and from the 80th minute on, when you're expecting the losing team to like, all right, fine, let's at least try and get one goal, see if we can get back into the game. Tottenham weren't even trying. Like, they yeah. don't know how to be on the offensive. They just don't. So, it is something, it's Leicester who is having shots on goal. They're just dominating the game still, like because Tottenham were just out of it. I think the lineup he started with, I don't know if he's trying to punish Bergwijn for missing those chances. Or like if he, you know, he, he started both Undombele and, and uh, Loselso. That's how he does it every time. You know, if a player misses like a chance, like even like, like when he was at um, United, when Martial missed chances. Mm-hmm. He, he punishes him because like, oh, you better, you're, you're a good striker, you're supposed to finish that. It'd be like tough love. You don't do tough love when you know a good player is there to play and to score. Then you, then you kill his confidence, you know? Yeah, so I, I definitely found it interesting that he... I don't know if he, he was switching the, the tactic to just have more central midfielders because if you're benching Bergwijn, you can play Lucas, who can yeah. play out wide on the wing, but he didn't do that. He played... Yeah. And, and, and funny enough, that came back to bite him because... Loselso got injured, but he had already taken off on Dombele at halftime to change the game, right? Yeah. So, so that was a tactical thing he did. And then right after halftime, Giovanni Loselso gets injured. So, like the only ball playing midfielders that he has, both of them are off the field, you know, and he just has Sissoko and um, what was the guy's name again? Hoiberg. Uh, Sissoko and Hoiberg, who are like. Solid DMs, they don't want to go forward. So at that point, I was like, "Yeah, these guys are." Gonna you know, if you if you ask me, I don't I don't rate Hoiber. Like he's he's just there. Like I don't like all these teams are just playing to the way Mario plays. It's just like uh, Hoiber doesn't do anything. He just he just stays there. I'm not gonna say he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he doesn't. I I promise you, bro. He doesn't do any. He just stays. He just sits. In, exactly, but that is not doing anything. That's that's the point. That's why he's there to sit and like destroy shit. Like you know, so that, that that's not. not so does more destroying playing from the wing than Hoiberg does playing in the middle. I'll tell you that. I feel like Hoiberg does do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> his passes, his passes are like it's just like from here to the center back. Like, bro, come yeah. on. Oh my God. Chibi is going to be looking for you. Chibi loves hard. Oh, my God. Of course, it's a Chibi player because Chibi don't know football. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do, do you guys watch the game? Do you watch it? 
Yeah, no, we, we did. I mean, I think so. So let's defend Hoiberg a little bit. I understand your point in that he's not like a flashy player. He right. keeps it very simple. But I actually like players that keep it simple. Like you need players like that in your team. Not every player is going to be running up, up and down the field, making long passes, doing sexy things. Like you need players that. <laughs> I think that, that's a shot at Pogba. I'm telling. I'm thinking, I think that's a shot at Pogba, right? It wasn't even meant to be. But... <laughs> it sounds like you have a shot at Pogba. If you want a midfield of three Pogba's, that would be a terrible midfield, no? You think yeah. so? Um, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, but like, but like a midfield of any three, what type of player is bad? And that's kind of what Mourinho does. He will play mm-hmm. Soko, play Hoiberg, and play Ndombele, who, who we don't know him to be like a super attacking midfielder. You know, he's a box box. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you watch him in like um, the yeah. the Farmers League? I mean, the Uber Eats. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the Uber so, Eats. Eat do you watch him there? We can't. We can't be disrespected the French league. It's an upstanding <laughs> league. No, but the thing is, though, I've watched Don Belly play. I I didn't see anything. He, I I don't know why they rated him as a, a forty. I mean, was it a seventy-five mil? They bought him for seventy-five mil or something. Yeah, yeah. Something. He was not worth 75 mil. So, Maga, it sounds like you don't like any Spurs players. Like, which Spurs players do you like? French players? Oh, obviously, I like Marcel. <laughs> Spurs. Spurs. Oh, Spurs. No, 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 CCD. Don't get me wrong. It's just the, 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 way, the way people, like... Gassed Spurs up because they beat United six one. That was they were a man down. I'll tell you. Yeah, because and then you know these like past couple of weeks, all they did was like defend, 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 and then counter, and they beat what? Who, who they beat? Um, Man City. They beat all the top teams, and then they're like, oh, tie, uh, title challenges or something like that. Like, come on. They like, beat Liverpool. Well, I mean, I mean that was just recent. I mean, before, so tight. Yeah, before, before yeah, before before um the Liverpool game. Before the Liverpool game, they were like, "Oh, we're title like contenders, this and that." I'm like, first of all, so so to you, Maga, you don't see Tony Oscar as title contenders? No, at all, bro. It's more, you know, it's a Mourinho team. You know, that's how we did well with what Manchester United. We started. We started off great. They were like, "Oh, is uh, United gonna um, challenge for the, the title?" Yeah. And then all of a sudden, where do we where do we end up? They gassed us up. Gassed us up. We're gonna challenge uh, City. We're gonna challenge City. They gassed us up. Gassed us up. What? Then what? Uh, what? Like um, seven games later, or like eight games later? Where was United? Second, losing like drawing games. Just we just drew, 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 drew. Because Maria, all he did was pack the bus. Mm. You know, so it's like. Honestly, we talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago. How, you know, this whole Tottenham's going to win the title thing—it's very premature because you know, again, it's a Mourinho team, right? And no disrespect to him, but when things are not going according to plan, things begin to fall apart. And just, yeah, just, you're already starting to see the cracks just off of these two games. Right, off of these two games alone in this crazy season, where you lose a game, you go from second to like ninth. Exactly. He needs to get it together. Exactly. He needs to get yeah. His head straight, but 
players don't want to defend and defend and defend, you know? It's just like it's just annoying after a while. Like you defend, defend, right? Defend. Right. Like you see how the the mentality of the players is like. Then why are we even playing? You know, like if you're just gonna defend and not attack, like you don't want us to express ourselves. Right. Um, I'll, I'll give an example. Somebody like uh Bergwine, mm-hmm. he, he likes to like dribble. He likes to express himself. You know, but when Mar- when Mario is defense first, and he's not gonna be able to do that. Uh, he did that again for Marcel. Marcel likes to express himself. He likes to dribble. You know, when he gets the ball, he turns or he he runs at you. He he plays exactly um, like Bergwijn, but Mourinho's not gonna allow them to do that. Yeah. So it's like he's just holding them hostage. Honestly, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he, well, wow, I feel like I understand what you guys are saying, but you guys are coming like way too strong. Like you guys are <laughs> acting like these guys are literally just they lost two games in a row. I get it. But these are, like, tough teams that they lost to. Like, these are not results to be completely ashamed of. Um, No, not at all. Not at all. But I think we're looking at it from the standpoint of how Mourinho reacts. Look at his reaction after the Liverpool game last week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was like, what? He was like, Uh, what? They were the the better team lost, right? Is that what he said? Right. Right. Then he started making up statistics, which Delapo, you went ahead and verified that what he said was incorrect, saying that he only had five players from the uh, Tottenham team that went to the Champions League final. He had he has seven. Um, you, you know, just like he starts to get in his own head, and I'm not saying that Tottenham cannot challenge for the title this season. But if he continues down this path, which we've seen before, it's going to blow up in his face because that's what's happened in the past. Hmm. Wes, let me ask you this, because I I don't think Mourinho is going to change his style. So I'm not going (laughs) to ask you what he can change in terms of that. But in terms of his players, he has a lot of players, but I feel like he doesn't really change his lineup too much. Like for the most part, he's gone with, really the same 12 or 13 guys. I know even during the last game, they talked about the fact that someone like Gareth Bale only comes in when everything is horribly wrong. And it's like, as a player, I don't want to go in when we're down and I have to come save us. Like, I want to enjoy the game as well. Um, How much do you think that he has to rotate more? Or do you just think that they'll be fine and they'll end up where they're going to end up regardless? Yeah. Um... I don't know who does he bring in to (laughs) like the team isn't that deep. There's no one on the bench that I'm thinking. So who on who does he not play often that should be in the lineup? Someone like Lucas can play more. Gareth Bale, I mentioned in the attacking position. They also have that striker Vinicius that I feel like we haven't even seen him in the league. Yeah, I mean, um, no Bale. The striker is Harry Kane. Like, Harry Kane is not going to be benched. So, if Vinicius wants to play, he should, like, injure Kane in training. <laughs> hey, hey, that, hey, you got to do what you got to do, right? Or, or wait for Kane to get his January or February every mm-hmm. year injury where his mom mm-hmm. will just fail him for one month. Yeah. That's the only chance. So, like, who, who else? Lucas, I can see him not playing Lucas because... Like, Lucas doesn't always either score or, or assist. Daily. And 
Harry Winks. I mean, yo, like, I just listen. He basically has two tens, if we're being serious. But he these does. are not good players. <laughs> like, they I don't are, think that's I mean, who, who would they really start in front of? I don't. So the question is not so much that they will start in front of them. It's about, like, you just talked about, all they do is defend. That has to be taxing. Like, you have to go through a lot of fatigue. Like, I'm just asking, do you think that fatigue plays a role in these last two games? And do you think that he needs to do a better job of rotating his players? That's all. I'm not saying that he's his. he knows his best 11, but you can't play your best 11 every game. No, he needs to do a better job of having at least one other way to play. Mm. You know, that yeah. that's what really needs to change. And I know that he can play another way. When he first came to Tottenham, remember they were scoring anyhow. Yeah. But like were. there was one game I, I think the game he got angry was maybe the four four game against West Ham. I think it was West Ham. Yeah. They, they were up four zero, I think. <laughs> and they tied four four. So maybe that's why he gets mad and it's like, you know No, no, no the West Ham game was three three. Three three. Three three? Yeah. Yeah. That is the game you're about this, the right game, yeah, but it was 3 3. Yeah, so I think maybe things like that. So he needs to find the balance, right? You need to find the balance where, okay, let's play, try to go one up first or go two up, and then we can manage the game. You know, you can't just come out from the off, be like, yo, the other team have the ball, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's what he really needs to change. He needs more, he needs a more balanced approach to his tactics. Okay. I want to I wanna talk a little bit about the other team in this game because I feel like we just talked about Spurs. Um, I want to talk about Leicester, uh, specifically going up against United because I don't know if you guys have checked, um, but that's who you're playing next. Um, Rookie, I'll start with you. How do you feel about Leicester as an opponent? Are you scared? Are you worried about Vardy? He kind of has his way against the, the big teams, it seems like. I wouldn't say I'm scared. I think if... If the good United turns up on Saturday, or is it Sunday, whichever day it is we're playing, um, I think United can beat Leicester. Again, this is where that consistency comes into play um, Mm -hmm. for both teams, because you don't know which team you're going to get for either United or Leicester. So um, it's a tough one to call. I could definitely see this game being a draw. Um, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily afraid of Vardy um, because he's been pretty inconsistent this season too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think for both teams right now, they seem to be on form, but going off of how both teams have played this season, you don't know which team you're going to get come mm-hmm. game day. So. Okay. Yeah, no, I think I think that's probably fair, right? It's probably a toss-up, really. Um, Maga, how do you feel about Leicester, man, their team? Uh, specifically, I want to ask you about Brandon Rodgers. Is he a manager that you rate highly? Uh, actually, I actually rate him, you know? Because um, the, the job he did at Liverpool wasn't bad at all, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, people were even talking about uh, getting our tets out and... Uh, and putting him as manager, if that was the case, I, if I was Arsenal, I'd get him. You know, uh, so I, I rate him high. I rate, I rate him uh, highly. Uh, he's a good tactician. But, you know, uh, there's one thing about doing tactics, and there's another thing about your players, like, uh, 
following it, you know. Because um, check out the the last game where it mattered the most for them to go into Champions League against United. Mm. It just all went to crumbles, you know. As soon as we, I think we got the first goal, and then after that they were like chasing the game. And then, well, if you chase the game, what do you do? You you leave uh, gaps open, right? Mm. Exactly. So, I believe it's the same. It's the same approach this this uh, weekend too. Um, they're gonna be. They're, they're gonna want to stay second place. You know, maintain that. We we get one goal, and then um, they're gonna start chasing the game, and then you know how that goes. And so, so you think it's about who scores first? Yes. To, uh, the game on uh, was it Saturday against Leicester? Whoever scores for, first, uh, pretty much. Well, I won't say pretty much has it. Are we? Are we playing no, home and away? We're playing away. So ah, so I guess. We need to come back. Yeah, if we get the if we get the first goal, it can go either way. But if we get uh, if they get the first goal, we know we're coming back for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. Uh, statistics have showed that we can come back <laughs> being down. You know, so yeah. I don't I don't put it past United to to get that W. Okay. Wes, I want to ask you about the United lineup. Are there any players you would like to see? I know we've talked about Van de Beek at length. It seems like the team is kicking on um, pretty much without him, maybe because it's his first season and, you know, he's still, you know, finding his feet. Are there any players you think in this Leicester game game need to play or need to not play? I mean... Like let's say Daniel James. Daniel James had a very good game. Yeah. I know rookie did a little James bit. Needs but I he had a really good game. He needs. He, <laughs> yeah, that's been not a play. Daniel James <laughs> needs to go back to the bench. And, that's not um, a game for him. That's definitely not a game for him. But but no, I can still see him doing well. I just think he's very very he's a very limited player. You know so. Mm. When you start someone like that, you know that's already a sub waiting to happen, and you don't really want that as a as a manager. Like a man down, basically. you know. Yeah, yeah. You're already saying, "No, this guy will probably, I'll probably no." You want to put your best team out there and then make changes because of what's happening in the game. So I think Daniel James should not start. Um, I think a more ball playing. I can see Mata doing well in this kind of game, because I think it'll be like a midfield game. Mm-hmm. So, if McTominay is injured, I saw him, he was holding his groin. Yeah, he was. I don't um, know. I guess maybe Matic can come in. We won't get the same energy, because Scott McTominay is uh, I don't know. High. I don't understand how he can just be running anyhow like that. <laughs> but he was on steroids this uh, past week. He was on steroids. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he looked he looked really really good. I guess it's because there was a lot of space like mm-hmm. for, for him to run into, and you know that's why we got because I've I've never seen him play like that before. There was a lot of space. I mean, I literally, I forget there was a moment in the game where um, Luke Shaw got the ball and he literally ran like pretty much the whole field and nobody was in front of him. Yeah, like, they basically just let him run almost all the way to the box before he like made a pass. About sixty something. yards, they said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, these are. Maybe let's see like Cavani from from the start. You know. <laughs> no, what, bro? What are you talking about, Cavani? Like, why, why don't you want to see Cavani? What is wrong with like Cavani? 
Cavani, no, Leicester is a young team and they can run. We do, we need pace. Mm. I mean, Cavani, not no, I mean, no disrespect to Cavani, but a game like that, no, 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 no. We need, so want, we need pace. So no, 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 Greenwood at, at no, we, uh, the, front, the front three, you know. I can see us not being able to because look, Leicester can can play deep. I've seen them play deep. In fact, they they did it against Arsenal. That's how they won. They just mm-hmm. gave Arsenal possession. So United is not that team that can break teams down. So you might need to cross to someone in the 18th ahead. And Shaw has been crossing. Well, Teles can cross. We have guys that can cross. Marcus Rashford can cross. So. I can see a game where, you know, Cavani gets a nice header. So, don't be laughing at Cavani. No, no. <laughs> at, at this point, Cavani should just come off the bench. Wow, that quickly from the hero from, what, two, three weeks ago? Yes, and he, I mean, how did he do it? Off the bench, right? I mean, you're right. <laughs> he had his chances against PSG. He wanted to lob the keeper. I mean, he missed it, but still, it's like... <laughs> Wow, wow. So you hold it that against him? No, yeah, no, okay, no, no. Okay, okay, I rate okay. as a pair finisher. But you can see, you can also see against um, Leeds, he had a, what? He had a chance wide in front of goal. Yo, like, that game was already over. Like, that game. No, you can't see. You cannot use that. Like, like, it it was, doesn't matter. It's clinical finishing. We need it, but we need goals. We, we conceded six to, um, what's it called? Spurs. And there was a red card in that game. But it doesn't matter. We need goals. We need goals. It, see, let me tell you, this this season, it might come up to, to goal difference. So who plays? Let's say Daniel James is definitely going to get out of the starting 11. Yeah, the, the front three. So who, so who comes in? Greenwood. Simple. Marcel, uh, Greenwood, Rashford. The, the, how we always do it. I don't see why we should change or... I, I I don't think Greenwood always starts. I think Marshall and Rashford usually start, and the the third forward player is always up for grabs. Yeah, but I, I and and I think this would be perfect for Cavani to come in because I don't know. I think Rashford should come off the bench. Like if the Cavani thing doesn't work, bring Rashford on with fresh legs to come yeah. off the bench. Wow, wow, I can't believe you're saying this. Rashford off the bench? No, I understand that logic. It makes sense. Oh, you said, oh, okay, okay. I meant to say Greenwood. I meant to say Greenwood. My bad, my bad. No, I think Rashford off the bench makes sense. No way. No way, you guys. Fresh legs. No. I would rather start Greenwood with Cavani. No, 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 no. Rashford can be benched. That's just the way it is right now. Right. What do you mean he can't be benched? He was he... benched a few weeks ago. He came off the bench. The game against West Ham, didn't he come off the bench with Bruno? And that's how we ended up coming back? Yeah, but he was injured from midweek. He had his shoulder thing. If Rashford is injured, like he's probably going to start. Like Rashford is, is an untouchable right now. The way I see the structure around United, and Russia, and Bruno. A, and see, that's a problem. There shouldn't be anyone who's untouchable. Well, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Rookie is like, no one is untouchable. Bench them. But so, 
this game. I want to ask you guys to give me scores. I want to predict the scores for me. Ruki, I'll start with you. What do you think the final score is going to be? 2-2. Two, two. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My guys, think you guys going to win easier. Right, tell me now. I, five, one, no, five. no. I, I'll say 2-0. Two, 2-0. Zero. Two, zero. Yeah. To who? 2-0 no who? 2-0 man you. <laughs> I'll never say Leicester. You guys are United fan. Like, I don't think you guys are understanding. Okay. Why? Wow, so what do you think? I think um, 2-1 United. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be 1-1. One, one. It's definitely going to be a draw. Nobody's winning this game. All right. We'll see, we'll see how... We'll see how I think it will be a draw. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Mourinho's next game, because I know Wax wants to talk about this. Since they've lost two in a row, <laughs> and they're playing Wolves up next. Wolves are a tricky team. You never know which version you're going to get, but I feel like they're usually a tough out no matter what. Um, probably a kind of team that might give Spurs some trouble because they will be willing to defend and will definitely be trying to hit on the counter. Um, Wes, what do you think is the biggest issue with Wolves and their inconsistency? Because I know they lost to Burnley today, which is just a terrible result. Like, it's a Burnley. But what do you think is going on with them? Like, is it just Jimenez is not there and so on? But I don't know. Is that is that a good enough excuse for how they're playing? Honestly, I don't want to give them that excuse, but it's Jimenez, they, they don't have another striker like him, you know? Mm-hmm. They, they just don't have another player that plays that can hold up the ball and bring everyone into play. And that's exactly what Neto and Podence need, you know, because they will run around Jimenez and it just works. They can play yeah, him. Yeah. They need that focal point. So I, Jimenez didn't really used to get injured too. He was a pretty reliable player. So they didn't see it coming, you know, so I can kind of give them that excuse. So no, they have to play around that. And because I don't see them being able to threaten Tottenham, like it, it'll be, it'll be too easy for Tottenham without, I mean, I, I, let me not say too easy, but. Jimenez. That I mean, they beat Chelsea, no? Why can't they do it to Spurs? Yeah, but Chelsea is... just Chelsea can't defend the <laughs> Spurs defend, you know? <laughs> so, I, I just think Mourinho would, would... Like, they need a win. You mm-hmm. know? They, they do. haven't won in three. Lost two, tied one. And Mourinho is like, yo, guys, we can't... You know, it's, it's going to be like a psychological game for me where... Tottenham has to come out and show that, you know, they are in this for real. Um, so, and that might be overwhelming for Wolves who mm. don't have their best player. So, mm. Okay. Mike, I want to ask you, what do you think another loss here for Spurs? What would that mean? Like, how bad a result would that be? Because, like Wes just said, it's actually three games that they haven't gone to win. It's one point out of nine. I know Mourinho was saying it's not one point out of nine. It's a lot of points, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, whatever he said. But how bad do you think a loss would be here? Like, uh, That's pretty much their season. It's about to dent their season. Like, real bad. Three losses are off the bat? No. Nah. Yeah. That's it for them, though. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't see them doing a uh, comeback because who would, unless they, like, buy a super player in January, which, yeah. I, which I don't uh, see happening. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely a critical game for them. Um, Rookie, do you think Spurs have a chance? I mean, I say Spurs, Wolves. Do you think the Wolves have a chance to win this game? 
I think Wolves have a chance to win any game. Um, it just depends on the Wolves team that shows up. Exactly. And Neto, right? Ribery, I, you guys didn't talk about Ribery today. I know Mika's not here. That's his Hey, Ribery. relax, relax. <laughs> I want my boy Neto, man. Like, everybody, everybody has bad games, you know? Okay. I'm not happy with the points that he didn't give me, but that's... Yo, I had Podence. Podence did not... I mean, no one did anything. For no me, one did so. anything, so... Yeah. Except for Fabio Silva, but who has him, so... Yeah, no, nobody yeah. has him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think uh, the the injury to Jimenez um, mm-hmm. really, really shook him. Because... For sure. He's their, like, pinpoint man. You know, he's their go-to man. If anything... Yeah. If you if you if you're if you're in doubt, just send it to Jimenez, and he he yeah. gets you out of trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually see Wolves losing more games. I, I think the Chelsea win was a was a complete one off. Right, yeah. it was it was a fluke win. No, it was a good display though. Chelsea didn't do anything that game actually. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 more on Chelsea than Wolves being great. Because, uh, do you think? Do you think? Um, why? So I ask you this: Do you think like this run? So let's say Wolves do go on to struggle, right? In the absence of Jimenez, I know Traore is not a striker, Adama Traore. But do you think this would kind of put the pin in? Is Traore? I mean, we're not going to say world class. Let's not be rude here, right? But like, is he a <laughs> player? Like, do you think this season, if he doesn't replicate what he did last season, which he hasn't been so far, do you think that deads the conversation? That like, okay, let's relax on the Traore love. So I was already, you know, very <laughs> relaxed on on Traore talks. I don't understand why people get mesmerized by pace. You know, it is that's all it is. It's just pace and strength, you know. <laughs> and that's really all. Take that away and he doesn't bring anything to the team. And I think that's why he's not getting as much playing time because the manager is like, I, I need more from you than just, you know, that threat. If you you see how much of a threat he is because of his strength and his pace, but like how much comes out of that, you know, yeah. like he he can get the ball, go to byline, make a cross, and he's like faster than his own teammates. Nobody can you know catch up with him. Like so, how really like maybe they will get a corner, and 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 that's it, you know. So nothing yeah. really comes off. But that's the thing though. If he's if he's faster than your te- than his teammates, he needs to. I mean, his teammates need to like. Uh, Get up with them, you know. Like, well, they can't buy pace. I like, mean, if they can't, if you can't physically run to that speed, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, at least, at least, at least, just get into the box. Just get at least try to get in the box. Just so, tear your hamstring just to just to get that ball. And like so, and, and so that's the point for me. If he was savvy enough to be able to beat players, and then wait for his teammates and link them in and do like a cutback, you know, like be able to, mm. sometimes he just goes to the, the like line. Yeah, like hold up the ball, like, because when you beat, when you break through the line of defense, you're you're actually in a positive position, so you can see the game better. All right, I can keep going, or I can bring, I can look, I can scan the field and see who's coming and make the right pass, you know, but he yeah. does not do that. He would either go to the byline, make a cross that people miss, and it will, it will it will look good. It will look like a good chance, but it really isn't because nothing really comes off. It it looks flashy, and then people will be like, ah, this guy is so, so good, but like nothing nothing comes out of it. So I think he should be disappointed that with him and his injured, he's not even starting. 
like Omar, like but that's his that's his partner. That's his partner in crime. I don't understand. That's his part mean? like that's his partner in crime. The reason why he's not like did you check last season stats? But but I feel like even this season before Jimenez got injured, Charrier was not really in the lineup. Like he was coming off the bench. For yeah, the that's the point I'm making. So if Jimenez is out and I'm still not starting, like that's a problem for me. If if I'm if I'm the player, I don't care if play play Pudence as a force nine, play Neto as a force nine, or play me play me there. Like let me let me uh, let me um... Charrier, I'm like yo, like play me up top. No, but the, thing, the, thing, the thing is though with um, um, how would I put it? With um, what's his name? Trial. He was he was hurt in the beginning of the season. Even though when he went on international break, he got hurt over there, and that's why he was like mostly on the bench. Which hurt? Uh, yeah, he, he like he got like um an ankle injury on international break. So this, he's not been playing due to injury. It's not I'm like. I'm going to research this hurt because I'm going to be my new hurt. I wasn't aware either, but it's it's 100% possible that he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt like the beginning of this, um, most of the season. He's been hurt in the beginning. It's not like um, anybody benched him. Like uh, who, who, even though Neto has been playing good, he still comes off the bench. Or is it, is it, yeah, Neto, yeah. The number seven, right? The one, yeah, that, uh, the one that killed Chelsea. You can tell that Nuno's yeah. preference is Podence and Neto. He prefers them over Traore. Like, when everybody's yep. fit, it's yeah. Neto, Podence, and Jimenez. He prefers mm-hmm. those guys because of the way they play over Adama. And then Adama comes off at 68th minute, comes on, like, give, come on, use your... Yeah, it's it's zero zero. All right, come on and, you know, do something. You know, but he, he doesn't trust him from the get-go. Beginning of the game. Yeah. And so I don't see anywhere where they said Adama was injured. Yeah, no, no, no. Adama, Adama's been injured, man. <laughs> no, I, I can tell you he, he's been injured because most of the games they've played, it's like it, it's like a no-brainer to not start him. You know, I mean, yeah, he's been like off this uh, this season, but trust me, you you have to play. Okay, Adama. He was he was injured for two days from September second to September fourth. That's what they said. Minor knock. That's what they said. So Adama has not been injured, bro. I hear fact checking. No, I, I do think that he's just been omitted from the lineup. I don't think it's an injury thing. Even if he was injured and it affected the start of his season potentially, right. I think that we've seen him being benched regularly, even with Jimenez out, which I think says a lot about how much Nuno rates him at the moment. Um, I want us to, to predict this game. So, Ruki, I'll start with you again. What do you think the score is going to be for this game? Ooh. Uh, I think it's going to be a draw, 1-1. One, one. Oh, wow. Nobody's winning this week, this weekend, right, Ruki? Everybody's drawing. I didn't say that, but the <laughs> <laughs> games we've covered, yeah. Right. My guy, what do you think the score will be? Yeah, it's going to be 1-1. One, one. I don't see uh, Tottenham getting out of this. Okay. Wes, what do you think? Yeah, I think 2-1 Spurs. No. 2-1 Spurs. 2-1 Spurs. Harry Kane needs to get back to goals. He hasn't scored in a couple games now. Uh So, I can see him scoring. And Son, Son basically always scores every game. So, Son will do something. They will just have enough to to get the win. 2-1. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I think I'm with you. I'm going to call it 3-1 even because, like you said, I like the fact you said, like, Marino needs a win. Spurs need a win. Son has been doing stuff, but he didn't do anything last weekend or during the week when I actually capped him, you know? So he, he owes me, and I think he's going to deliver some some FPL points for me. Um, let's talk about – one last game I want to talk about is the Arsenal-Chelsea game, London Derby. Oh, I feel like this would be a big game back in the day. Like, right now, it doesn't feel like such a big game. Um, probably mostly due to Arsenal, right? Because Arsenal hasn't really been living up to their end of the bargain, which is to be a good team. Um, Maga, I'm going to start with you because you talked about how much you rate Ole. You think, you know, we need to give him time. You support him. Right. Arteta or Ole, who do you think is the better manager? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a no-brainer. Ole. <laughs> I've <laughs> just been managing Arsenal for a year and they haven't done anything. I mean, yeah, they've won like Civil War. But no. Oh, you're shady. Galapo, you are shady. Come on. I thought it would be an interesting question. Oh, Come on. Come on. I don't understand how you confidently and comfortably say that and laugh. I'm dead ass, though. <laughs> I'm dead ass. This is not me uh, uh, laughing. I'm dead ass. All right, Wes, why don't you tell us why you think it's an interesting question and not just shade? Like, why is it not a simple answer of Ole? Maybe the answer is Ole, but why do you think it's not that simple? The answer, answer? to me is not Ole. So you I, think it's Arteta? I do I do think it's 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 Miguel Arteta. I think, honestly, Arsenal are very unlucky. They are really, really, really unlucky. Like the the things that are going on. So here is what Ole has that Miguel Arteta doesn't have. Ole is like he's a club legend, right? You yes. know, like, and he has gotten the players to like him a lot. Like, they already probably liked him before a game. They've seen his picture on the walls when they come into training. He's in, he's at quarantine. He's got the winning goal, Champions League final. You know, so there's a lot. Like, Manchester United players, they know about him, right? So coming in, he had that edge, you know, with the players. And like, I always say this, and I get laughed at, but he really improved the mood of the players. The players. Yeah seem like they like playing for him. Even when they're doing bad, they come out, they try. Look at how many comeback wins. Like, yeah. I, I because that, that, that's in our identity. This That's in our identity. <laughs> and he is part of that identity. It plays, it bodes well for him because he's on the history as a comeback win. He come, like, that's that's his MO. All, I'm, all I'm hearing is you... Uh, Praising Ole, but you haven't said anything good about Arteta right now. That yeah, I yes, but the parts I'm praising have r- nothing to do with tactics and like management and you so know. You're, so you're telling me, uh, just to park the bus, which Arsenal is doing, is uh, Arteta's tactics? You know, I don't think. I think he has to do what he has to do with the players that he has. I think Manchester has better players than Arsenal. Yeah, Definitely. of course we do. You know, yeah. Like these guys, they just got. Their best defender in October, Gabriel. You know, like he is, he's he's working on the team. Look, he has he has made some bad choices, I feel. But you know, if we're being honest, dropping somebody like Ozil, it it wasn't crazy to drop Ozil. It, it just wasn't the DM that he signed, but he came in and got injured. 
Like, so, like, what do you want him to do? He has to play Bellerin. He has to play Midnight Nels. He has to play all these guys. Literally, he has... He, oh, just uh, just a quick fact. Though. I've seen Nathan Lyons play in real life. Oh my god, this guy, Sunday League player, bro. <laughs> I've, I've seen him play in real life. I kid you not, bro. This guy is a Sunday oh. League player. I've seen, bro. So I think Sorry, if I Atleta had better players, he would be doing Arsenal would be doing so much better. And you even saw like when he came in, you can give it like the new manager bump. But Arsenal were playing well. Arsenal were so, actually playing well, but the players are not good. David Luiz, what will he do? He will give away a PK. <laughs> that was Come on. Come on. So, Tactically speaking, I do think Arteta is better than Ole, but being a manager is more than just tactics. Now, you right. guys know how I feel about Ole. When it comes to man management, I definitely question Arteta. And just seeing the way this team is playing, they are not playing for this manager. And once once your players don't have any faith in you, you like it's it's a done deal. And that's what I'm seeing with this squad. And then the way he's handled this whole Ozil thing, you're saying you can kind of see why he dropped Ozil. Why would you drop Ozil? You you said it yourself that the team is the, the team is not good. Right. So why would you drop the best player that is this guy is still on contract whether you play him or not he's collecting that 350k a week. I was so I'll, let me play him. Okay. Play I'll, him. I'll you bought a DM. You bought a DM. Right. Which should have helped fuel Ozil's playing time. And, and what do you do? You don't even put him in the 25 man squad? Like what's wrong with you? But if you if you if you notice though uh, the reason why Ozil's not playing is not because Arteta doesn't think he's uh, he doesn't work or anything. It's um, it's more about the club and the China thing. You know the Muslim thing, right? Because of the Uyghurs in yeah. China. Exactly. That that's part of the reason. And um, how would, uh, what was the other reason? Um, because he didn't take the pay cut when it was the coronavirus, right? In the beginning, you know. So those are like factors. It's not like they don't want him to play or they don't want him to to. That he doesn't want him to be in the team. It's just the 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 hierarchy, you know, the the top. Yeah, the like guy. we can we can let's just for the sake of our conversation yeah. assume that the Ozil decision is above his pay grade. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's we really never know we know in the future. But for now, let's just assume it's above his pay grade because I know when he came in, he played the guy like he started him like every game. Right, right, and then all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't think it's a simple, like, he just decided he's not good anymore. Because they were getting and, good results. Yeah, and they're good friends, too. Like, they're very good friends. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, uh, even still, this, this, I want to know who who was it who decided to sign Willian? Because now you just have all this money getting paid to this player that... I'm sorry, what is he contributing? What is he contributing? I... I watched this guy and we talked. People were but so these hyped. These guys are not as bad as they look right now. You know, like, I, I'm not saying that William was the answer, but when things are going wrong, everybody just looks really bad, you know? Everyone just looks bad. Imagine that has been in this exact situation before. These same players that are looking good right now, mm-hmm. there was a time where they all look terrible. Just last season. Just last season. Before the Bruno season. The first half of the season was nonsense. Right. You know? And then Bruno came and suddenly, like, he, everybody looks like they, they can run. 
So like, <laughs> so, so, so things like that can happen. Like the right signing can inject a different kind of energy into the team. So you're telling me uh, the Partey signing wasn't the right signing? Is that? And then he got injured, right? Like it was a good signing, but the guy got injured. What do you want him to do? Now he has to play Shaka. Shaka wants to strangle people. <laughs> I can't I can't with this guy. I can't. Some of these things, like, how do you tell Chaka, do you expect your player to go and struggle somebody? You know, so things like that have gone against him. And, like, he was building something, right? And I think he's looking forward to a time when he can sign more players because David Lu- the centre-back for a long time, the centre-back pairing has been off at Arsenal. Mm-hmm. When last have we said Arsenal centre-backs, are we, um, we are scared that we won't score? Since, probably since like 2004, you know? Right. Yeah. The, the best one has been that French guy and he was just, he was average to be honest. You know, so they haven't had good players for a while. So I think he wants to sign good players, but he has to make do with what he has now. And unfortunately, they got into a rut, and the, this they are, they are just in a very rotten cycle right now. And then things just are going; they are getting red cards. You know, all these things are going wrong for them. So I think they should just a little bit of patience, a little bit of patience. Chelsea game, this is actually the game that could bring them back. Like. Think so. Not bring them back, back, but galvanize them enough. You know, no, no, I really do because Chelsea. So what do you think? What do you think would galvanize them? So let's let's talk about the game, right? Yeah. I going into it, I would be surprised if Arsenal won because I don't know how they're going to score. Like I, that to me still remains an issue. If you can't yeah. score, you can't win, right? So let's say they do their best. Who's going to score? How are they going to score? Bamiang is hurt. I don't know if he's going to be back yet. Oh, Bamiang is hurt. Yeah, he's, yeah. Already he's already out for the city game midweek, so I doubt he's going to be ready for the weekend. Yeah, so like how we, they had to start in Kentia, they didn't even start like a Zet. Regardless, let's talk about like a Zet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my question anyway, I was going to ask you about, um, damn, what was I going to ask you about the Chelsea? Game? I was going to ask you, what does it take for them to be galvanized? Like, do they actually have to win, or do you think a good performance, a close Lost a draw, could no, a, a, a win. They have to win. They yeah. have to win to be dominant. They have to win because a good performance won't do it for me. Because then they'll think to themselves, "Oh, we play bad, we lose. We play good, we lose." You know, like yeah. I, they have to win the game. And I didn't know that Oba was out, <laughs> but even even with that, it's not crazy. It's not crazy because Chelsea. Look, man. You know, that's what that means. I do, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like, they lost to Wolves. You know, like, Chelsea can lose a game where the teams, if he can figure out a way to pump them up, you know, it will have to be a perfect game. You know, like, bring back Lacazette. Like, if if, if Abameyang is injured, Lacazette has to play. Um, mm-hmm. the 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 Brazilian kid is back. That could be oh Martinelli, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like uh, I like that guy. You know that could be like an outside thing. Like Saka has been playing well, you know. So mm-hmm. if they can, you know, how long is Party out for? Is he is he going to be back soon? I don't think he's going to be back soon because it's a it's a hamstring. No hamstrings are kind of yeah. 
Shaka still has a straight red card, so he's probably out for this yeah. game, too, right? Yeah, it's going to be Alneni and uh, what's his name? Ceballos, I'm pretty Alneni sure. Alneni and Ceballos. Oh, Pepe, yo, this is... Um, I'm just... <laughs> Catastrophe. Catastrophe. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like trying to make it make sense, but... <laughs> Catastrophic, bro. But like, but like, this is football, right? Let's watch mm-hmm. and see, because... You know what? I, I see Arsenal winning this game. It can happen. <laughs> I'm dead, dead, dead ass. You know, Why? huh? Why? Why? They, they always pull it off against the big teams, dog. They always do that. So I, I, I give them the win. Two, two, okay. two, one masterclass, masterclass, <laughs> masterclass tactician by Arteta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So I, w- I want to ask this because we talked about Bamiang not being not being healthy and potentially missing this game. Rookie, do you think that in the long run, if let's just assume that this is a, a medium to long-term injury for him, do you think that this could be a positive thing for Arsenal? And the angle I'm coming at it at is they get to see if Nketiah is actually worthy of being a striker on their team. Martinelli comes in, he gets to actually play in. His path to the team is not blocked by Bamiyang. He can play whatever position he wants because there's who's blocking him. He can do whatever. But do you think they can make a positive thing out of an Aubameyang injury? Or do you just think they're just going to lose more games and Arteta will be gone before 2021? Honestly, Aubameyang... Oh, so my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, rookie, I'm watching my My bad, my bad, my bad. Go ahead, talk. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I'm done. Sorry, you know, puberty. Um, so, um, it could be a good thing. And the first thing that came to my mind when he asked that question was Marcus Rashford. Um, Martial's injury in the Champions League that season is what gave Marcus Rashford his rise. Um, so, sometimes you do get blessings in disguise. Not that I'm saying, you know, Abba's injury is a blessing, but it could be for Nketiah. Um, It could be for Arsenal. And they could figure out a new way to play with these players, with Martinelli and with Nketiah. So the only way to know that is to try. And to be honest, why not? They can't possibly... But what is the harm in doing so considering their current position, which is Mm -hmm. quite precarious. Like, in the beginning, it was all jokes. And then Burnley came through with the win today. And now Burnley is a point off of them. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. This is actually getting serious now. So balls to the wall. Do what you need to do. Play whoever you need to play to figure out what's going to win to get you climbing up the table. So, yeah. I think it could be a good thing. Okay. It My forces Arteta to step out of his comfort zone. Hmm. That's good. That's good. Okay. True. My bad. I know you want to say something. Yeah, please. speak. Uh, no, you, you can speak. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You can ask me a question. I was going to wait for her to finish. You know, I didn't want to finish up anymore. Yeah, she, oh, yeah. she finished five minutes ago. <laughs> Oh my god. He hasn't done anything in the past, like what? How many games? Like 10 games? Yeah, like five, five, ten games where he just started scoring. So if he's hurt right now, honestly, Arsenal don't need him right now. Mm. You know, yeah, he's the captain, but he hasn't been 
he he doesn't show no leadership on the pitch. If you watch mm. if you watch Arsenal games, like there's no leadership on the pitch. Shaka wasn't a leader. Uh, you know, in fact, let's do it like uh, Spurs, right? They, they kept Robodin last last game, I think. Right, but the thing is though, it's like give. I never know who you can give the captain. Just exactly. Arteta should be the captain himself. You know, like, <laughs> at, at this point, there's no leader on the pitch. To in, in that, I think that's what Arsenal is missing. Yeah, like man. okay, you know, like Chelsea. Chelsea didn't have a leader last season. Mm-hmm. Who did they bring in this season? Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva, a leader, right? It, right. So their defense is now organized. If you if you bring like a, a very important player to a team, like um, I'll say Manchester United. You know how we brought in the fridge. He he's he doesn't talk as much, but you can see that he has like leadership qualities. So they need they need a leader in the pitch. If if it's like a center back or if it's like a midfielder, um, they just need one like experienced player. You know, one experienced player. David Luiz and um, <laughs> David Luiz. Come on, I don't know if you're trying to crack a joke. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> no, I'm I'm talking about experience. They are experienced. No, no, I mean as as far as like captaining a team, like David Luiz is not. It's not captain material. Villian is not captain material. Uh, who who's a free agent that they can bring that can captain a team like right now? That's a free agent. I mean, like that's the thing. You can't sign anyone before the Chelsea game, right? Oh no, no, no! <laughs> oh, that's that's dead. That's dead. But they need a leadership. You know, I mean, they need a a, a leader yeah. figure. No, let me let me just give you the lineup that Arsenal is gonna use to be this guy. So first off, let's remember that Ben Chilwell is injured, correct? Yes. Is he is yeah. he gonna be back? He's not gonna be back. All right. Fine. It's too early for us to know, but we can assume that he's probably not gonna play. Okay. So now this. Ateta should start pumping William up right now. Say, guy, you're going back to your old team. Like, I brought you, we've been a good person. Look, 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 look. This is, this, like, come the moment, come the man. Right? Uh-huh. So, William, William will start on the right. That's what we'll do. Now, hopefully, Gabriel Martinelli, Martinelli is fit enough to start from the off because he has to play from the left. Like, Martinelli, you're back. This is the what same thing? Come the moment, come the man. Say, I, I know you just came back from injury, but don't. So he's gonna tell this to all the players. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, all right, let me, let me just, Popo, don't, don't like, just, just, just believe, right? Just believe that he can galvanize the players. Rookie said, Ateta's man management is not good. So today is the day that he has to do some good management. Figure out the things to use to motivate these individual players. So you play Martinelli, start him off on on the left. Now, up top, it is obvious. Don't overthink it. Go with Lacazette. Don't just, you know, just leave it alone. Like, just go with Lacazette. Uh All right, simple. So that's the front three. In the middle. Now, the middle is like a very scary place to be because, you know, there's so many injuries. Even Shaka strangling people red card. So, but so El Javi has to play, aka El Neni. He has to play, like you know, because there's no one else. So you, mm-hmm. you just have to play him and hope for the best. Beside him, you play Sabalos. Sabalos can hold the ball. We we know this. I, I feel like the midfield is where Arsenal might lose the game, 
but you just you just never know. Maybe they can bypass the midfield, send the ball to Martinelli, send the ball to William up top, like as I do something. Now, Saka, I think Saka has been probably their best player this season. And if Definitely. there's anyone that on the field tries to look like he's trying to, you know, push the team forward with his energy and effort, you know, it's Saka. So, like, throw him there, like, give him, like, an attacking midfield kind of role. All right, yeah. that's the three in the middle. And you have Sebados and El Nene sitting behind Saka. Defense, Bellerin, I don't think Bellerin should play. Even though um, Maga has told us that um, Midnight Niles is a... What do you, what do you call him? You call him a Sunday <laughs> player? league player, bro. I promise you, watch this guy play real life. <laughs> I feel like Midland should play right back. You know, I think he has a little more energy to him than Bellerin. You know, mm-hmm. even though I think Bellerin is a slightly better right back, but I think Menalai should play. The I think Gabriel he was two yellows, so is he suspended for this game or not? Who? Oh. Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel. I don't. I don't okay. think so. No, actually, so. they have a, a um, Carling Cup game in between, right? So that even if he's yeah. suspended, he would. There's a. They have a game before that, so he'll be able to play. You know, technically. All right. So yeah, Gabriel is there. Gabriel and I'm gonna go with Holden. You know, yeah. I, I I don't trust David Luiz. Maybe his head is still paining him from that heminess thing. You know, just just leave him up. You Ooh. know, so the Holden and Gabriel left back is Tierney. Tierney, this can be like a good point. I trust as as at right back for them because Rhys James is injured. As I'm speaking about Chelsea now, but you know I'm just going to say some things like yo, he this guy's old, he's he's rusty, so attack him, put crosses in from his side. Like both, uh, this is Ateta telling you know to Kieran Tierney this and telling huh? Gabriel Martinelli, so attack that side. The guy hasn't been playing. Yeah, he plays in Champions League, but this is the EPL. We're coming with energy, right? So attack him on that side, put in crosses. You know, like just whatever, just bombard. Okay, double team him there. He can't catch both of you. Simple and short. And that's the team. And the goalkeeper is Bernanello. No problem. So that okay. team with <laughs> with 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 the right words, you know, and luck during the game, it can work. Because who is who is Timo Werner? They they made a a montage of the guy missing chances. Say and I miss you. I love this guy, man. Timo Werner score. He will be missing chances. You know what is very interesting because Giroud used to play for Arsenal. Maybe he he can come in, but don't worry. Gabriel will hold Giroud. He will hold Abraham. He will hold them up. The only place that I don't like is the midfield. This is where Chelsea is just better than Arsenal. Like whichever combination he wants to put. You know what? If he likes, let him play Kai. I think say look, if Kai plays, two guys, as he gets the ball, get on him. Don't give him any space because he's the least confident of the of their midfield right now. So so you get on him. After the speech and everything, right? Let's just—I don't know if Arteta is listening to this. Hopefully, we'll try to put this out before the game so he can hear it and he can do what you just did. Um, what do you think the score will be? The final score: Arsenal, Chelsea. Two one Arsenal. Hey, <laughs> guys! I don't know why you all suddenly think Chelsea is just going to lay down no, and let Arsenal. They won't lay down, but Arsenal. This is where the luck will. This is their lucky day. Okay. 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 Yeah. 
Okay, fair enough. Rookie, talk, speaking about luck, I know uh, Wax just brought up Werner and his misses and all that, but I also think he's been very unlucky. The guy has hit the, the framework like five times, I want to say, in the league. So if he scores those five goals, like he's looking like a ridiculous signing and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think his luck is also going to turn around soon. What Do you think that it's too early to call Werner trash? And then please give me a prediction for this game as well. The the balls that hit the crossbar, they didn't go in the goal, right? Yo, but inches, just inches. Oh, but they didn't go in, correct? Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, so let's uh, stick with the facts. Because uh, let's not turn into Mourinho with what could have been. Mm. So, um, I'm going to go with 3-1 Chelsea as my final score for this match. Okay. Yeah, okay. and it, you is it too soon to call Turbo Timo? Yes. It's too it's soon. It's too soon. It's too soon. We're just getting to the halfway point of the season almost. It's not too um, soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know everyone wants to call it. <laughs> It's too soon. It's, it's like too it's soon. I, I'm gonna give it to like game week 22. If a game week like 22, we're still in this, and he's still missing, because he misses a lot, then we can start to you know ask some real questions about the guy. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I I think Chelsea's gonna win this game. I think it's gonna be two zero. Um, but you know, I think Arsenal. Oh, probably- I don't even want to give Arsenal one. <laughs> Yo, I already told you my issue with them is I don't know how they will score. Yo, I mean, he's due for a goal, but he looks so short of confidence. Like, you would think this is a young player. Like, he doesn't look like a seasoned player. Like, he's one of those guys that you would expect to, even if he's not a leader that galvanizes the team, like, at least lead by example. But he looks like he himself is like, oh, I don't know how to play ball anymore. I'm not sure if I can score. Like, David Luiz can score from a corner. Hey, stop it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we'll see what happens. Um, I, Maga, you said 2-1 Arsenal, right? That's your score for the game. Yeah, 2-1 Arsenal, yeah. I just want oh, to make sure you know. 2-1 Arsenal as well. Yeah. So, bo- yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I said two one Arsenal. Yeah, because I said it's my uh, Martinez is gonna be a, like uh, do a master class, bro. <laughs> master class. Let's watch. Okay, okay. You said you'd be like, what? Just tr- trust me. You'd be like, what? This guy. I'm like, no, what? No. Right now. So. All right, Martinez is doing a master class. I tell you. All right. Um. So the the last thing I want us to talk about real quick. It's not really much to talk about. But I do want us to crown a bust of the week. Maga, I don't know if you're familiar, but every week, FPL-wise, we crown a bust, right? This is a person that the team just performed so badly this week. They got the lowest points, and we have to laugh at them a little bit. All right. Um, so our, our bust of the week, George usually does this, but he's on vacation. We're letting him, you know, take a break, rest. Um, the bust of the week this week for game week 14 is Kiru. Kiru 77. I believe he won the league. Was it last season he won it? No, two yeah. seasons ago. No, it was last season. No, no, he didn't win it last season. Last oh. season was actually Acqui won it last season. Damn. Right? Yes, a flying Yeah. Yeah. Acqui won it last season. Two seasons ago, Kira won it. Um, 
He's our bust of the week. He put up a whopping 34 points in a pretty high-scoring game week. Um, let's just look at some of the highlights of his team. He had Lamptey. Lamptey gave him no points, you know. No surprise there. He was injured, unfortunately. He had Tierney. Guys, Rookie came on here and told you you should not have any Arsenal players in FPL team. <laughs> it was not a joke. Like, it's yeah, a serious I thing. really don't have no Arsenal players. Like, yeah, you can't. You can't. I don't know why to... people don't listen. I used, to, I, used to ra- I used to have, like, Aubameyang on there. Yeah. I started the season with Aubameyang and learned very quickly it yeah. wasn't going to work out for us. Nah. The way Arteta mm-hmm. plays is nothing for Aubameyang, especially, yep. especially on the wing. He also had Saka on his team. I know Saka's oh involved, but funny enough, as good as Saka plays, like this season, he doesn't score, he doesn't assist because Arsenal right. doesn't score, they don't assist. So why is Saka playing? So yeah, as you can imagine, he got a total of two points from his Arsenal players. Um, he was a bit unlucky because he had Rashford, who somehow only gave him two points. He had Son. Son disappointed us all. Bamford. Yes. Mitrovic. I also don't know why he has Mitrovic on his team. Everyone has moved on from Mitrovic after game week two. After he started missing penalties, he was not going to produce this season. So, you know, Kiro, we, we believe in you. We know you can do better than this. And, you know, just keep working hard, man. Keep working hard. Fix your team. Hmm. Is um, he part of any of the groups? Ground no, up? No, uh, he's not. Okay. He's not. Actually, a ground up person, Ernest was almost a bust, but he, he wasn't a bust. So he, he escaped. Um, and also, I have to tell you the bus from Game Week 13 because we never actually talked about it, but we must. Another like highly skilled manager, Jake Skills, was our bust in Game Week 13. He put up 31 points. As you can tell, that's really bad. He had Veltman in his defense, gave him one point. Um, yeah, he was unlucky, but we don't care about luck, right? You have to make sure your players show up. He has Scott Dan. In his defense, I don't even know if the guy. Has <laughs> Scott Dan. No, like the guy from Crystal Palace. <laughs> I know, but damn, like I've never. You, know, I'm looking at his season. I see a bunch of zeros. Like literally, he actually performed well for the guy by giving him two points. Like he, wow. he got lucky. Then they, so, you know, Jake... then they just like up, they chopped like what seven this weekend. Yeah, that should be like a minus five. Honestly, that should be like a two red card game. Yeah. So yeah, Jake Skills, man. Bust of the week. Shout out to our two bust of the weeks. I don't know what the tally is right now, but I believe AM is still our leader at the moment. Um, so yeah, that's we'll leave it at that. Um, and to round up the episode, we'll just do final words. Mag, I'll start with you. Anything you want to get off your chest real quick that we didn't get to talk about, or you just want to you know leave the people with? Uh, I just want to say, uh, nobody said gas united. Like right now, we're doing a good job, but <laughs> we shouldn't get. We shouldn't like. How, how would I put it? I know I, I want to use all these big words, but I can't find the word. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't hype them too much. There's no hype them. I beg. <laughs> let, let us be. <laughs> let us be with third man. Just let us be. Okay. That's all I got. Right, oh yeah. Final question for you. Also, um, where do you expect United to finish the season? Like, what's your your prediction slash hope? Uh well my hope is for them to win the title but okay. I, I think to be realistic maybe to be realistic uh, I'll give them a top two wow. <laughs> but not one yeah. <laughs> I mean obviously we have to do better than last year right <laughs> I mean exactly so and um and this is me being realistic you know 
we just need to sort our like uh home games, you know. We just need to sort them out. Okay. And then uh, Fair so I give my I give us uh two. Okay, okay. I've written it down, don't worry. It's it's written in the books. All right, rookie, final words. Final words. Um shout out to Arsenal fans. I know this is a tough time for you. I know it's um it's pretty sad that United and Liverpool scored more goals combined this weekend than you have your entire season in the Premier League, that is. Um, We've been through some dark times ourselves, so just know that there's hope. Um, I don't know if Arteta is your guy, but Let's keep watching the rest of, you know, this calendar year and see if you guys can cross over that hump. Okay. Fair enough. They really sound like a shout-out. Sounded like a lot of shots, but, you know. I, wouldn't <laughs> like I just, what? I said there's hope. It was a shout shot. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a shout shot. All right, Wes, final words. Yeah, so I hope after this week, that the um the bandwagon of Spurs to win the league or their tires are busted. You know, I hope they never say that again. You know, they were all quiet. They've been quiet. I didn't hear from them <laughs> this week. And that's how I like it to be. I want that for the rest of the season. So I want to hear Mourinho win the league without them anymore. All right. No, no, I think it's a, you know, fair request, especially if they find a way to lose um, against Wolves coming up. Um, yeah, thanks for being on, guys. It's been a good episode. Have fun talking to you guys. And thank you for listening to this episode. Mm-hmm.